Last time on Geek Force, the squad talks about Nintendo's Super Mario movie starring Chris Pratt. Mm, decisions. We also discussed the many, many Netflix shows returning to the tail end of 2021, brand new ones like the live adaptation of Cowboy Bebop, and we talk about Star Wars Visions. Raise tilt. It's tilting. But see what we're talking about today on Geek Force. Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat. With me today is the awesome G squad of Marlon, Amy, and Ray. Come back to a brand new episode, you guys. How are you doing? Besides melting away. Melting. It's hot. I'm it's very hot. I put it but in. not... <laughs> well... Lucky Ray, you. Ray, Ray could <laughs> add on to these powers that we got back in December. I just... Well, <laughs> the temperature is different on the tilt, you know? This is true. <laughs> so it's colder the temperature with the sliding down. How does that work? The, the temperature was, slides down over on the tilt. Slides, Cat, slides backwards. Cat it's one of them. He's just too cool for the rest of us. Cat has gotten weak. It's just weak. Oh, it's 90 degrees. How's that weak? It's 90 degrees. This is like, I was born here and I'm just like, I don't like Cat it, lost but here. Her outer shell. <laughs> the outer shell. Wow. Damn Californians. Wow. Why is so strong? <laughs> I cannot. I don't uh, know heat. I was born in the heat. I was born in the heat. Every day of my life was humid. I didn't know AC until I was a man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You turned that around. <laughs> A new, um, a new dialogue. Okay. Um, hey, y'all. We have some great, great things to talk about. I do want to dive in into, uh, Marvel's What If, because it was the last episode, um, for this season. And so... It wasn't the last episode. I don't think it's the last one. There's one more episode. No, it's not the last one. There's no, one more. No. There's one more episode. There's, there's nine. There was nine. I said it was nine. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you about the one nine in just a minute, but okay. that one's going to be a fun one because I'm looking at okay. the cast list. It looks mm. like it's going to be stacked. It's gonna be so it's not related sad. to the one that just came out. No, it is related oh, to the one that is. just came out. No, it absolutely is going to be. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's something we need to talk about. So, so first off. Party yeah, Thor. I, yeah. Go ahead. We didn't talk about Party Thor. Yeah. Party very, Thor. Very, very Brat quickly. Thor. Brat Thor. Uh, Brat Thor. We, uh, we watch an episode to learn uh, ti- that time and time again, only children are only are, are the worst. Uh, I'm just being mean to only children overall. I'm sorry. But... No, I'm just being silly. So rude. <laughs> you can call me rude. But the uh, <laughs> but that was the moral of this episode was that Thor never learned any lessons because of his horrible younger brother. So it it, it tempers him, it turns Zero him, lessons. it makes him uh, even with his problems that he has at the beginning of Thor one, he wasn't this bad. Um, and so he learns his lesson, and That's true. then uh, we see some weird. It's Mama uh, Infinity Ultron step out of the clouds uh, of of the mm-hmm. multiverse the and connection. step into the planet, and there's this weird scene that we'll come back to, and then uh, then we get this episode, which is what if Ultron won, um, which is a very uh, they broke their rule of this show in this episode. This episode started. Uh, I guess kind of not an anthology already because we had already seen this Ultron character at the beginning of the of the end of the last episode. But then throughout it, we get uh, mm-hmm. we get the Watcher's position is exposed by the end of the episode. Uh, Ultron is a threat mm-hmm. to the entire multiverse by the end of this episode. We get the return of Benedict mm-hmm. Cumberbatch's evil Doctor Strange that I didn't see coming in this episode at all. Uh, Strange Supreme. And so, uh, and then, you know, and now we have an episode that ends on a cliffhanger because as you are excited for now, Kat, is we're going to probably get the ending of what, what's going to happen with this Ultron coming up this week. Uh, mm-hmm. It's I don't. Yeah, it was fun. very good. And it was. It was really. It was a really cool thing. Like, 
Yeah. And like Ray said, like we get that chance of like knowing that, you know, Ultron is now aware of the existence of the multiverse. In episode nine, it gives you every character from every other what if episode is coming back. You get Star Lord T'Challa, you get Captain Carter coming back. Um, what's also interesting is you get Ego and Peter Quill, um, which we didn't check on episodes mm. way in the past because there's an episode mm. that ended with Star-Lord being um, T'Challa and at the very end Ego finds Peter Quill we don't mm. know what happens to them two but apparently we might get um, not closure but at least some reference to what happens to them because Ego and Peter Quill are slotted to be in this ninth episode as well as um, Bruce Banner aka the Hulk so we're going to get a lot of folks coming back so it's, we're going to get some closure we also get Shuri, maybe even little baby girl Shuri and Killmonger as well. So they're bringing what? everybody back for this, including Pepper Potts and uh, uh, Thor, aka the only child Thor. Wait, is this still going to be the standard like half hour? Probably. Probably. I mean, I don't think they would like break the mold for this episode. This is the jam pack episode. Oh it my is. gosh. I mean, they got another season coming up, so they know what they're doing. They're gonna like, hey, you're just gonna have to wait until next year. So uh, it is what it's gonna be. Marvel, why? <laughs> this episode was just breathtaking. I was already so anxious when they were like, so this is what Ultron did, basically, you know, from from what we saw from Age of Ultron, which I like how this year everyone kept referring back to that movie because that was the weakest Avengers movie. But then they took jewels out of it and made They're TV making it relevant. shows. Right, and make it relevant. And that made me I had to go watch the movie a couple of times to be like, wait, did that really happen? So for them to kind of go on another tangent of that, what if Ultron managed to get, you know, Vision's body, which is what he wanted, and then <clears throat> have the Mind Stone and apparently can destroy Thanos, even though Thanos had like five Infinity was, Stones. Did anyone else scream when that happened? Because I was like, wait! I <laughs> said that too! I was like, wait. Like, I was kind of like, the part was okay, you have the mind so but he, this, this man has other stones in his, he was like, hello, I'm not gonna do anything. But then I'm like, maybe it was too fast to comprehend, but he also has like, what looked like the time stone too. So I'm just like, okay, there's, you just wanted this to end quickly, I get it. Because there's, that, that should have at least been a more drawn out fight between the two of them with like, Multiple Infinity Stones versus the one Infinity Stone. It should have been at least somewhat similar to the Doctor Strange versus Thanos moment of like, cool, I'm going to do my very best to try to like make and stretch time, but ultimately I'm not going to win this fight. But they're like, no, we got to make it quick. He's, he's, he's got to fully just splice my man up the middle, make this go fast. I, that, that was I insane. Just, I, that was I'm crazy. still kind of comprehending how that happened, but maybe he really was just faster than the speed of light, but I still, I just, Anyway, Ultron basically takes over the Didn't Earth. Didn't have time. You know, he nukes basically Earth. The only two Avengers that we know are of alive course. are our beloved non-power the people. Hawkeye and Black Widow. Black Widow, you me. These are <laughs> symbols. Hawkeye. <laughs> like a... Like a- a cockroach. She's like, I'm not going down. I'm, I'm gonna be the last one to survive. You can't kill nonsense. me no matter what I do in any right. space. Right. I will survive. Right. I will survive. <laughs> what are you saying, right? Hawkeye has superpowers. His this no miss yes. nonsense. Hawkeye is at peak human. He's, he has superpowers. Wait, no no human being can can make some of those shots he he's making. He's that man has superpowers. You can't He's convince me anymore. In archery. Hawkeye is no. Well, I think <laughs> Hawkeye is a part of those like Marvel heroes who are human, but they gotta put like in the description peak human to explain <laughs> how they can do things of like this peak is like human. a really like intense like ten thousand hours <laughs> right? a day. Human. How do I like, sign up? They do this one thing over and over again. <laughs> like Sam. I mean, Where was like, Sam is normal, but he be doing stuff that I'm like, how is he still standing? <laughs> Sam Almond has an Iron Man, so let's, let's just be real. Hawkeye has a bow and arrow. This man told us in Age of Ultron, I'm out here shooting robots with this bow and arrow, okay? I'm doing my best. I gotta run around and like y'all can fly. I'm just doing my best shooting arrows. This is, this is all I got. I ain't got no suit. I ain't got no repulsor beams. It's just your boy in an Olympic level, uh, Olympic level, <laughs> an Olympic level archery class skill that I got going on there. And I'm jumping off of cliffs onto Tachari, uh, mopeds in the air and just making it work. Oh my gosh. Just making it do what it do. 
Yeah, they were, they were the only two left. And, you know, it for a minute, it was giving me those... Um, I don't know why my brain went to that little clip from Justice League, the nightmare scene of when it was futuristic and it was just, you know, Batman, Joker, whatever. It was giving me those vibes of, like, no one's around except people that we don't like working together. Mm. And who do we know? They had to eventually work with... Um, What's his name? Uh, Zemo. Um, Not Zemo. Computer dude. Zemo. Uh, something like that. I don't remember. I don't. AI human. The little short guy. Little short dude. Yes. Artem Zola. The Hydra doctor. Um, They had to work with Artem Zola. (laughs) Human turtle. A doctor human turtle. Um, Eventually they had to like, you know, Connect with him because he's the only analog computer system in the entire planet. Really? Okay. I found that hard to believe, but Hydra. Um, I mean, it's Russia. It's true. And and Natasha did say something about, you know, this is why Russia is the way it is. We know how to do things like this. Them Russians. We know how to hoard secrets. (laughs) And keep them forever. And keep them forever. Uh, While that is happening, then the other storyline of the Watcher, you know, watching, but then Ultron, you know, once he left Earth, and then he started going to all the basically MCU locations, outer space. I mean, he even had a moment with Captain Marvel and I was like, how is this going to go down? And then he blew the entire planet at her. I was like, Bye, Carol. I was all like, you okay, tried. who's going to stop, stop Eltron? Because I was like, I don't I don't even know at this point. I thought she has been no like, one. at least something, but damn. I love how, like, what if it's at least giving her a lot of clout of like, we need to really just make sure y'all know that she's the what. Like, when things are going wrong, Carol's got to be there to like solve it. Like, they're, they've been really pushing the, uh, Captain Marvel is like, yo, she's going to have a, a, a bigger leadership role coming up. So we got to put her in a lot of leadership spots of like, yeah. she's saving this world, saving that world. So I'm loving that they're kind of planning your head now. She's got to be important. Look out for that. But what I did love about this episode is that, uh, we, like, we finally got it. We finally got Owatu being like, what the hell is going on? Oh, my God. I got to I gotta throw hands. Like, I don't want to. I'm trying not to throw hands, but I, I got to throw hands. Like, this man is in my space. I'm trying to, like, erase him from seeing things. And I, I love how, like, with each episode, he gets, like, gradually, gradually more involved from being like, oh, you can see me? Oh, hell. And then, like, trying to run away. And then being like, okay, I, 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 can't, let this, I, I can't let this slide. I can't. I can't let it slide. I gotta. I gotta get in there and put on my almost like uh, Galactus fit and start throwing and start headbutting people with my giant head. He put his Galactus outfit and headbutted the hell out of my man, which is that huge eighty gallon chrome dome of his. Uh, And then I love the ending with. Cthulhu, Doctor Strange being like, I want you to say it. He's like, oh, come on, man. No, 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 no. I want you to ask for, I want you to verbally ask for my help and I need to so hear petty. it. Because when I asked for your help four episodes ago, you were like, nah, you got to live in your little marble bubble. Yeah, He's- here you are in my marble bubble. So <laughs> I need you to tell me what it is you want, Uatu. He's like, can you help me? <laughs> of course, Uatu. I got you. Steven, Steven's still Steven. <laughs> I'm mad. I was like, he's still Dr. Strange at the end of the day. I'm mad. But I mean, hey, hey, he's, I think he has the right to be petty. He's like, first of all, I mean, again, it is, it's like 99.9% his absolute fault. But he's also like, I asked for help a minute ago. You were like, can't do it. Nah, I'm not going to get involved in this. Can't, can't interfere. And now he's like, so you want to get involved after the fact? All right. All right. I'm a full octopus man. You could have stopped this, but okay. I can help you now. I will help you. So we'll see what kind of dark powers he's going to have to enact to uh, defeat uh, this Ultron with all the Infinity Stones with his like really interesting like medieval lance that he decided to use, which right. is a that is a weapon choice to go with the medieval lance. I, I thought it was going to be a sword or a staff, but then he's like, no, 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 I'm going straight Lancelot vibes, getting this little lance in his cape, and I'm just going to spear people. And like, he this, does. This, like, yeah. This the cape took every on time. a Final Fantasy character. <laughs> He's a dragoon. <laughs> that's, that, 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 that's for you, cat. That's for you. He took on a Final Fantasy character. Like I choose this class, Lancer. <laughs> um, do has this show given y'all the impression that 
the watcher is talking about each of these stories that he watches, does he give you the impression that he has seen them before? I think, think about he, every episode. He definitely has been using that language of like, yeah, like every episode he discusses it like yeah. stories like this one or instances like this or, or something about or this, this was the saddest story. Yeah. So this one choice changes the whole so that's story. The, right. So that's the impression I've gotten so far too, is that he's speaking about it as in like, I watched this TV show already. I'm bored out here in multiverse pocket world. Uh, let me narrate a Twilight Zone show. Pocket with some of my favorite episodes I've found throughout the multiverse. Like that's like that's I feel like that's what the show we're watching basically is, right? We're watching his DVD collection. Yeah, we're watching his board really DVD his collection. Though. Okay. And so what I feel like in this episode, the when Ultron hears him and he goes, Oh shit. Like that is the mm-hmm. transcendence of this episode because I feel like that's the true what if moment of like what if then he heard me like because he shouldn't have heard him right. he he reacts in a way of like that didn't I've I've watched this episode before and he's never done that before what I maybe am I, is it and I'm like is it because he's narrating this TV show this time that he got caught like is it it like what 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 changed this time to this variance of this multiverse is it because it's really it's my it's why I hate the end of the previous episode. Evening. Well, I have a I have a. I have an idea, but I don't know if this will hold water. But like, if if we're looking at all the other things that we've watched, Marvel-wise, and and the multiverse is essentially inverting on itself. Sure. Is it possible that, that that's related things to that. that are happening in the quote unquote real world is are rippling into the what if world, and then the what the end of what if is essentially no longer what if, but like it's becoming its own fucked up multiverse like everything mm-hmm. else that's been happening that's absolutely possibly where we're going about this someone saying that the show yeah i think there's an article written about how there's like several points where people were like i, I think to like raymond's point being like it, it'd be so strange that he's now having this like like weird moment of like oh i've never seen this before and it's like i think they're fully attaching the baseline mcu to this to say great both are affected, uh, which again, I think just solidifies how they've finally decided to do TV series that are so interconnected to the overall MCU that they've tried to do in the past and failed at, and now they're doing it on like multiple levels. This affects every property we're going to do in a way, and we're just going to now tie them all together from the movies to the TV series, and each TV series is going to be affecting one another in this overlapping way, and I think this is just solidifying that, yes, all of this is all connected, and this next event that happened on Loki is going to have just consequences throughout, and I don't know if they're going to, like, at some point tie it into, like, the comic series, but that would be a great extra bit of length of, like, we're going to also tie it into our comic book releases and, like, make this a thing, so we'll see what they what they do next, but I do think that it's that a great we're, we're, like, hitching our horse to this, like, Nexus event, and it's going to be affecting all our properties throughout. I think that's exactly what's happening. Um, I read some things this week, um, spoilers and some stuff that I don't want to talk about, but seeing that that is the way of how Marvel is really trying to move in that direction and knowing that the next big movie is Eternals. So I feel like all that is building up to the Eternals. Eternals! And, um, and yeah, again, they actually released a new trailer this week that showed um, some of their powers uh, and more on um, so, what's Brian Tyree Henry's character? More on him, too. Um, oh, oh, God. Because it's, it's a reminder that, you guys, this movie comes out next month, and this True. series is ending, and they're gonna have like a quiet few weeks of wondering okay we have to care for eternals and spider-man because even though spider-man is partly still connected with sony spidey's dealing with multiverses too and that's gonna kind of i feel like everything's being connected and i feel like what we're seeing this leading one if especially this next episode it's just the tip of the iceberg and more emphasis on we're not alone they're not alone and we're gonna see how 
crazy this is. In my head, this is the Marvel version of how the New 52 on DC started, like when they rebooted that whole thing because of Flashpoint. It's similar to what's happening in the MCU, but they just made it better, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to be seeing things that are just, at least for listeners, if you're just like, I just watch the stuff, I don't read anything, prepare to have your minds blown. It's just going to be out of control. And you're going to see characters step up that you didn't even know they could. And you didn't know, like, they were able to have things in their arsenal to prepare and fight in this. Interesting. It's going to be a moment. I'm nervous. You said every character is back. They bring back. Well, because I mean, I, I feel like we we knew that Chadwick was in a bunch of these, and they've definitely been like inserting him. And I think this is his last one um, of the season. So there's going to be after this, there will be no more uh, Chadwick content, which is a bittersweet. This I think, is the re- last content ever. Yeah, this is him. it. This is his like this is his last his last <laughs> moment, which is like really sad. I mean, I think we we we, we all got an emotional when he had his first episode, and I, I go through that emotion knowing this is his last recorded uh mcu session uh is episode nine um are we, are we sure maybe they'll have more that? i mean for we'll now. have to wait and see for i mean i don't know if he recorded any other dialogue besides what if because again i think he was sick so i'm sure he was like trying to record a few things and trying to like space it out because he did uh a bunch of movies leading up like through all of this like he was in other like motion pictures and these mm-hmm. things so um we'll see i do think this is his last one um but we'll have to uh have to see but yeah this is his last one is uh the amazing uh star lord that everyone loves in the universe and maybe he'll be able to talk down ultron with his great positive attitude that's oh true. my gosh if maybe he'll, maybe he'll show that, you like ultron i'm crying come on bro what are you doing he's like Charlie, you're right. Or he kills I'm, gonna I'm sorry, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to turn it around. I'm going to turn it around. Here, you could have the Infinity Stones star T'Challa, and now you are the supreme overlord of the multiverse uh, T'Challa. You are now taking over. You are now taking over Uatu's place as the new watcher, and Chadwick is now always watching oh over us. Oh, my gosh. And that would be super emotional. <laughs> like, stop it, Marvel. This is too far. This is He's watching far. you always. It, be full, like, Sorry. It'd be a full I mean, Lion King he, moment. It'd be a full Lion King moment. Like, like the episode ends. Like the episode ends. Everyone looks up to the clouds and it's like a full Stop. like T'Challa out and like a constellation Lion King style. Oh and he's God. just like, oh, remember who we are. Uh, we are Marvel. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. And it just fades away. <laughs> And then it goes off to and like then, a, And then as it fades away, it like all the stars start into like all the stars and, and remembrance <laughs> of and remembrance of Chad. And then, and then it plays that in the Black Panther. It's just yeah. like, damn it, Marvel, you got me. You got me in tears in my own living room. And I can't do it. In the shape of a constellation. I won't be crying to that. That is very important. That was like this is too cheesy for me. This is too. Yep. <laughs> it would be. It'd be very uh, fan, Marvel. fan service. Not I. I got all the cheesy endings for you right now. No, I got all don't. Of they don't want them. Well, hire me for the animation department, please. I got, just, like, I got all the cheesy ideas, bits. Not all of the ideas. I got the show that goes to Disney Plus. I got that Marvel Hallmark style. You want the, the super <laughs> over the top cheesy moments. <laughs> Lifetime Wakanda show. Oh, don't you get me started? Like, no! T'Challa is a busy Wakandan prince, and he and he decides to go into the inner country to, to, to just to get away from it all. And he meets a a young woman who happens to be record scratch Santa Claus's daughter. Now T'Challa has to decide if he's going to go back to Wakanda as king or go to the North Pole to bring back Christmas. Coming soon, Christmas for everyone. Christmas with an X. It's just Xmas. Christmas forever. I can't. Just like that. That was that, that was a full five second pitch that combined Hallmark movies and Marvel films. Get at you. Let's do this. Let's I mean, do this can plot. we fire him? I mean, James. <laughs> <laughs> can he be fired? Executive producer. Fire me. I mean. <laughs> So he, ha- so it's a dictatorship. Is that what you're saying? I think, 
I think we oh, actually to Raymond's point. I think we follow sweet game rules where the majority has to agree. Uh, that never happens. Can I say that? We follow sweet game rules where everyone's gonna be like, "We all agree, Mother one's fire." And then some guy in a, in a circle square PlayStation mask comes in and just gets rid of your boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, accurate. I was, I, was, I was thinking that the entire time, like they have a like they have PlayStation masks. I know, like is I Sony know. producing yeah, this? The well, this is one of the shapes, though, so it wasn't like you know. I, I feel like if they had an X shape, it would have been like this is a full like know, PlayStation it did. game. It did look they were like, like uh, and you know, because PlayStation is play, so it's it was the right? perfect. It was the perfect camera. We're I getting think close that's to cover why, infringement. Uh, we're not. <laughs> I, I think that's why they chose to not have any of the guards have an X on their mask. So like we can't. Like we're all we're, smart. We are on the line. We're <laughs> on the line. I just want to know how you get a job there like that. Like what? What? What job board are you looking at? Well, oh, I just I think about games? former mercenaries. Please apply. <laughs> I think it's like we're looking for the lowest of the low. <laughs> right. I, I, here's the thing. Uh, with in regards to Squid Games, I think there's there's a two pronged approach. I think you get the like the real in debt deadbeats to play the game, yeah. and then you get those who are like in the middle. Like, great if you are a guard for us, we'll like pay a little bit. Like, you're not like super in debt where like your life is ruined, but like, mm. hey, you want to make some some like money to like knock off that debt? We need you to bring some people over here. Look the other way for a little bit. And then threaten them. My, my theory, and I haven't. I haven't even finished watching it, but my theory so far is already like, knowing how Korea is structured and stuff, and similar to Japan, like, they look down, and this is also a call out to Parasite, which won an Oscar a few years ago. When it comes to people who are in the lower part, which means like, you have so much debt, you work in a deadbeat job, people, society looks down on you as like, you're a waste of resources. So for them to kind of mm. have that, uh, vision and set this up of like i don't know if the government was involved or like someone that's adjacent to the government of like these people have so much debt but they're wasting our resources how can we kill two stones with one or two kill both these stones with all the birds gotta kill them damn stones so let's start this weird game because Break you know, stones. we do this over here we love putting kids games in in, in killer situations throwback to all the types of um I mean, like hunger, like what was the what was the Hunger Games? Uh, no, the, the one before the maze. in the very beginning. It was uh it before was, Hunger Games. Oh, you mean that uh, that <laughs> Japanese one, yes. Battle Royale? Yes, that's, oh, that's really what this is. Start that of everything. Battle Royale. That was oh yeah, start yeah of That's literally <laughs> that what this is. That was the start of everything. <laughs> That movie oddly made me be like, what the hell am I watching? It was like, this is way, what's happening to these high school, quote unquote, children? Right. Uh, this is a lot. <laughs> so that's why they do those things so that they can clean the mess. But if the people win, then cool. We're still going to take advantage of them because they're a waste of our resources. And I'm like, that is usually the theme in these types of shows and movies. And I think like, it's also tiny. Like I feel like with like Battle Royale, it was like they are badass kids, mm-hmm. and like the theme movie was like, "What do we do with these delinquent children?" It's like mm-hmm. have them murder each other. So I was like, yep. "All right, that's that. That's that's a wild overreach of behavior." Okay, but this one, it's like great. The debt of the world is high. There are a ton of people in debt, a ton of people unable to get out of debt. So let's focus on what if we did a game where you could. Like pay off your debt times ten, which I think is like truly something that's um scary. It's scary, but it's also cool. Like I can relate. Like debt is real scary, and thankfully some of us have kind of a hold on it. But if it gets like mm-hmm. spiraled out of control, right. it's like yeah, that's like like crippling. That's debilitating. Right. You can't do anything else with that. You're getting phone calls nonstop. You can't elevate <laughs> anywhere, and now. your stress is like stacking up. So it, I feel like it's relatable to an audience. You'd be like, yeah, um, like at a certain point, I too would be like, cool, I'll play this death game mm-hmm. for like, I don't know what the equivalent of 10 billion won is to dollars, I, but I'm sure it's... It's 10 million. Uh, I, I think... It's 10 million? Is it, it's the exact It's equivalent? exact? I think it's 10 sure? million. Are you sure? I don't think so. That's 10 billion won? I think that's 10 million. Korean? Hold on. No, 10 billion won Oh, I thought you is... meant US dollars. Oh. I think, I think it's... Wait, 10... I think it's a thousand down based on what something someone else said, but I didn't do my, I didn't do my research personally. Yeah. 
one US dollar is one thousand one hundred and eighty two yeah. so, uh, uh, Southern Korean won. That means ten billion would be ten million. She is correct. That's what I said. Yeah. Yep. And to even be more precise, it's like eight point something million, eight. but we're gonna run up to two million. Because eight thousand heavy roundups, heavy roundup, round strips. Hey, if you're rich, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's eight thousand yeah. something for U.S. dollars. Yeah, shout out to K dramas because that's how I know my Hulu things like that. The um, one, but again, that's like stop, movies like that. Because then, if you guys ever read in high school or even seen the movie The Most Dangerous Game, that's another thing that was giving me. Yeah. Those are the same vibes I. Uh, got from these types of movies, which I find really interesting. A lot of Asian films focus on that, and when we try to do it, it's like not good. Like so, like most dangerous game that was also it was American story, but like they did a interpret they did their own version with Stone Cold. I forgot what the movie was, but it was like it was basically Stone they took the Cold. same story, and Stone Cold Steve Austin was the main character of it. I forget the movie, but basically the most dangerous game is about. These humans, I forget what they had in common, but they agreed to go to this island. I think it was money. They were going to get a lot of money if they had completed this task. What they don't know is these humans are going to be hunted by the people at the estate that, you know, they're saying, if you survive, we're going to give you money. But the key is to survive for like three nights or whatever. And so these humans are being hunted for sport. And people are, it's like Hunger Games situation where you see other people and you either like, work together or you kill each other to, you know, increase the odds of you getting the money. And these are just straight up adults. So I was like, this storyline has been played so many times, but like I do find it interesting how it kind of molds it to the modern day um, problems of this world. So like debt, I'm not surprised if like they're going to have one of those related to healthcare coming out in the next two years because that's another big thing. I mean, they brought um, it up in this too. Like that. And well, that's that's covered in in the show. Okay. Touch on that. See, I didn't finish that. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so like again, these stories are crazy and nice distractions from the real world, but at the same time, they remind you of the real world. You'd be like, "This is actually kind of scary." Uh, <laughs> I don't know about this, but I can't stop watching. You know. There you go. But it was good though. It was a great film. It was a great show. Did you finish uh, it, Marlon? Yeah, I finished all the. Okay. All right. Yeah, I still it. haven't yet either. I was like, if you like this, I am intrigued. Yeah. See, same with. Yes, and if you like this, then also Alice in Borderland is on there too, and it's uh, another Japanese series, similar storyline, but I highly recommend watching it if you like this. If you like Squid Game, Squid Games, um, great. Just great direction and great shock value action. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but the memes, you guys, the memes. That's that's what I live for out of the Squid Game thing. The memes? The Were memes? memes the videos? Yes. The past two oh. weeks? Brilliant. Hilarious. Have you not seen Black Just Twitter of like if you if black people were in not the video, but if black oh, people the, were in the, the Squid Games and how Oh, you mean no, RDJ no. World? No, no, not the video. The memes of like when that girl turns her head and then it had just famous black celebrities in the craziest positions of how you were freeze when she turns around. Oh my gosh, that had to be dead. And there were like yeah, I miss that. a lot of performers of just in the weirdest positions of like Mary G. Bodge and her weird ass like stance and then like Omarion's oh, really crazy Jack. dance thing or whatever. They're like, stay there, you freeze. You're not gonna get hit. You're not gonna get shot, you know? So um it's I just I hilarious. That yeah, I'll I'll link it to all you guys. That's that's what's been keeping me like dying at work. <laughs> <laughs> well, well yeah, there there there's there's that. In that world, and speaking of games, yes. uh, bubbling off of Squid Games, uh, I have played two games, respectively, what? on PlayStation Five. Uh, one of them I waited a full year to check out, but this is one that I also was really <laughs> vibing with from the jump. Uh, this game is called The Pathless, uh, which is really dope. Um, 
It's developed by Giant Squid. Uh, speaking of uh, Squid Games, uh, <laughs> uh, it, it was released, I think, last year in like no- November 2020. Um, it's an uh, action adventure, third person perspective game. But what's cool about it is you have uh, one weapon, which is the bow and arrow, and you're playing uh, as this woman. Uh, called the hunter who is voiced by the amazing laura bailey uh who is trying to kind of um bring back uh the gods of this island after an evil spirit uh, this evil like mass spirit has taken over and is trying to kill the gods the spirit's called the god slayer and he's trying to just kind of destroy everything on this island and what's dope about this gameplay is that um you use your bow and arrow for everything. Like you can do these really cool, like Naruto style, like running across the map, but you have to like hit each of these little talismans with your bow and arrow. And every time you hit it, you gain like speed. So you're just like zipping across the map, trying to hit as many as possible. But you're also now. using your Eagle companion, right? I was like, this is like, I was like, yo, this is dope as hell. It's amazing. Your Eagle companion is there to like pick you up and like glide you across the map. Um, you even use it to fight these giant, like, kaiju-level spirits. Uh, and what's dope is that um, once you've used uh, your talisman to kind of unlock uh, these towers to kind of purify the area, uh, the uh, angered spe- like the angered spirit is, like, in the middle of the map, and you have to, like, run them down, kind of, like, trying to capture them. But you have to, like, run up alongside them and, like, use your bow and arrow. And, like, as, you- as you're using your bow and arrow, whenever you, like, try to hit an object, he like do like a little power slide so he's just like running and sliding and like shooting arrows off and gaining speed and sliding and you're like sliding around the creature trying to hit it's like targeted areas because if you hit it enough it like falls and you can have the final combat but it just feels like really intense because the creature's like shooting fireballs at you so you have to like jump dodge the fireball slide underneath it shoot a talisman at it go to the other side shoot the same talisman on the opposite side to get it to stop moving then once you get it to stop moving then you have that final combat some of it's very much like you're just like in this room and you got to hit the circle objects on it to get it to kind of stop some of them it's like multiple rounds so you have to like hit the objects it like knocks you into a building and you have to like kind of like side scroller sneak across the building avoid the flames keep sneaking use other like hidden map items to like knock the creature back into the middle of the field it's really amazing has a great amount of like platforming with other puzzles to solve uh and you just like had this really cool moment in the game where the creatures are actively trying to find you to avoid you purifying them. So, like, at some point, you could be on a certain part of the map trying to solve this puzzle, and then this, like, giant red glowing orb will just appear behind you and start radiating, and you can either choose to stay there and try to, like, sneak away from the creature or run away. Uh, and so once it gets all up on you, it it, it, it kind of has this really cool, like, stealth component where, like, it has, this, like, this one little light that, like, shines in front of you, and you can only move when the light doesn't hit you or it like attacks you uh and your eagle gets like knocked far away so you're trying to sneak over to your eagle companion and save it and like you know, like clean it up a bit but you have to avoid being looked at as it's like creeping up on you and it's making these sounds and it disappears and then it reappears trying to find you again and then once you find your your eagle your eagle can purify the area you can resume your search for it but it's awesome um i think this is a, gr- a great time to get it it's been a full year uh it uses the unreal 4 engine which is really dope and it's just a really fun game all around uh it's beautiful uh it's designed in such a really awesome way uh and i just feel like you know it's just a really interesting gameplay that's designed to really just around a bow and arrow uh and you can't even use it like outside of combat like it, it, just, it just doesn't work you have to have a target in mind or you're just like walking around the map and that's pretty much it you're walking around Around, you're shooting an object uh, there's no in between you can solve puzzles with your eagle the eagle can pick up objects and bring them to you the eagle can like turn things it can turn mirrors so you can like deflect arrows off the mirrors hit a target uh, and it's just like really like amazingly designed so if you've got time the pathless is a fun game to kind of like jump into and uh raymond and i like i think we both saw it during that like um state of play a while ago which i was like this probably is fucking dope it. and yeah. It truly, truly is. Ooh. What's the what name of this it? game again? The Pathless. The Pathless. And mm-hmm. it's on only on PS5? No. Or? It's on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Microsoft Windows. Ooh. That's cool. Yeah, so pick that up in your PlayStation Store today. <laughs> How much is it, though? 
I mean, <laughs> hey, you got to do it right for you. Do it right for you. Oh, wait. Well, really is the price, though? <laughs> I get it. Was, I get it. I get it. It's an honest question. It's probably like $49.99. <laughs> no, I think it's it's not 70 bucks. I know that. Well, because, yay. Because there are some that are like, that position price is killer. This is 40 bucks. Ooh, okay. <laughs> 40 bucks it is a long game though i think i'm only because like there are i think five beasts and each beast has its own map and so you have to like so you have to clear one map and like you have to and like there's multiples because like some of them require you to get one talisman for the three towers some you require to get two talismans per tower so now you're getting six um so it's just it's, it's, it's a lot of like gameplay and it's a lot of length that they kind of stretch across you so it's, it's i think it's worth it you know it's a cool little 40 dollars so like i mean we've paid 30 for movies online on apps i mean not my 30 dollars i'm just sitting there right now 60 for the marvel ps <laughs> station <laughs> so i'm talking about that right, still sad about that <laughs> and speak also it's a fun game because it's a female protagonist. And speaking of female oh, protagonists, cool. another fun female protagonist game I've been playing that is absolutely beautiful, um, position five, is Cannot Bridge of Spirits. And this is another game I saw in State of Play that just looked really amazing, just in terms of like, again, that Unreal Engine 4 is just like kicking butt. Uh, and the PS5 it just looks amazing. This is a game you're playing as Kenna, a spirit uh, guide. Uh, and the whole premise of this game is that when you pass away, way you are supposed to go to the spirit world that's supposed to be kind of like your rap um mm-hmm. in this world like everyone gets like this mask and the mask is as- assigned to you at death because like you the mask over time will deteriorate and return to the earth as is the natural order of things uh kenna is here in this current map because there is a creature or a spirit who has refused to leave because he feels like he can't that, that, he, that he has unfinished business to do and because he's not leaving uh his presence is called causing corruption uh, in this forest she happens to be in. And so she is then tasked with going through this world and freeing them. And she does so with the cutest little spirit companions. And Raymond, mm-hmm. it almost reminds me of, of your shirt uh, where it's these little creatures and they look almost like um, the dust spirits from Miyazaki films mm-hmm. and, they're, and, and, they're, and they're called the rot and you like find them these, and, and these little like small little black little uh, orb people are just kind of like and just like run around with you <laughs> and like you collect That's them funny. and they just follow you everywhere they're just following you and like you can get the little hats you can get the little outfits and what's cool is they actually serve a purpose because the rots can help you complete tasks and if you get enough of them they form a they they form a large spirit that can be used in battle uh and so you collect like you can find them across different areas of the map they come together in like this big kind of like coalescence of spirit bubbles and they can form this really cool creature that kind of runs through and like runs into these uh darker spirits or they, they, they have like red masks on you can like bum rush them with the spirits you can like have them purify a corrupt area uh and what's dope is that you use this staff that has this really cool glowing stick on it uh, there's a little like gem on it and it can like illuminate so if you're a big fan of crystals aiming uh there's a crystal on the end of the stick uh it illuminates all things it purifies all things uh in its light uh <laughs> what's the crystal's name now <laughs> um, the crystal's name is um uh do not know uh <laughs> i don't think it has a name but you could definitely name that crystal girl name that crystal is it only on uh, ps5 no this one's also playstation 4 oh, and playstation cool. 5 and nice. it's also 40 dollars 40 bones there this you also as a cool thing you also can like upgrade your staff into a bow uh Ooh. it can even be like a grappling <laughs> hook uh like it, it has it's it's such it's such a versatile tool that you use in this combat uh and also the world just looks beautiful it's just a beautifully designed world um it looks almost like it could be like a tv show uh because the cutscenes are just so well done um the fighting is also very intense it uses the ever favorite parry method at times too so if you if you're big into parrying this game has that your hmm. point is those to double jump over the attacks because it's a lot easier. Same. Um, Same. But you can if you like to parry. 
You got your parry in here. Uh, but it's really dope. You can like go across the map, you fight things, you purify things. Each creature you're trying to purify, similarly to the pathless, um, you have to kind of like find these objects. The objects are called relics and the relics tell you about their story. And so this is kind of like emotional component to it. Now you're like, listening to why the spirit is restless why the spirit feels like it can't leave almost like therapizing the spirit being like listen you have to go i know you feel like so and so needs you but they're gonna be fine like they're gonna be like they're gonna be well off by living their life the way they're supposed to be living it and right now they're worried about you because you haven't left and because you haven't left you're causing pain by being here still oh my gosh and so there are like a ton of these emotional nuggets of just like, man, I didn't think I was supposed to get therapy, but here we are being told that, yo, you kind of got to let go. <laughs> Letting go is a part of life. And the longer you hold on to it, the corruption, which is a great metaphor, grows within uh, you and like this outer community. And you're going through solving these creatures problems saying, hey, it's going to be okay. I'll deliver this letter to your family or I'll deliver this thing to someone to like wrap up this thread. Now you can go. And it's just like really great. It has the same amount of puzzles that you're trying to solve in these kind of really cool games. Um, you have so many ways to unlock things. You can meditate to kind of increase your overall health bar. What's do about the meditation is that they do a really great meditation cutscene where the like Kenna does the full pose, but it like does this wide shot and just pulls all the way out to kind of show because like she's like all her spots are like over like a cliff. So she's like looking at the horizon or it's like at a lake. And, mm. and then like it goes from a wide shot to a tight shot of her face to a shot of mm. like the rot around her kind of like sleeping or like snuggling up against her. And it's just this really cool, calming moment of like, she's meditating. It's calm. Leaves are falling around her. Yes, so, so it's different compared to like Assassin's uh, Creed where you just see like time just move, but it's more like the detail around you changing as as you're doing it absolutely yeah. and what's great about this game and i what i've been loving about position five then now that i found games i do this um because i played uh the free game that comes with ps5 astro's playroom um i love when the game utilizes the haptic feedback in the controller so when you're using the bow and arrow and if um if, you, if you're ps5 you'll notice that um you can just like hit the trigger on some games and it's like a very smooth moment but on this game the arrow button the, the haptic feedback it kind of like makes you push harder on the trigger to release the arrow so you can feel the tension in the bow as you're pulling back and when you release it like it, it does really cool like clicking like back sound of like it's gone like it's been like out of the quiver so it's like this really cool like moment and use of the haptic feedback that I'm really hoping is utilized more in a lot of these PS5 games because the haptic feedback is dope. Uh, and if you have a PS5, you'll probably definitely get the game, uh, Astro's Playroom. It's, it's free, but in that game, uh, they use that the haptic feedback for a lot of these things. Like I didn't know that the controller has so many other like sensitive uses for it. Like you can blow on the controller and it'll like move things across the screen because the Astros Playroom is fully designed for you to use and incorporate the entirety of the DualSense controller. Mm. So they're like, great, like you games probably won't have this yet, but in this PlayStation designed game for the PlayStation 5, we're going to have you use every aspect of this controller to show it off. So if you do the PlayStation 5 cat, definitely, I think you probably have one. I skip, it, I skip Astros. I didn't know what that was. So now I'm like, oh, that's what it is? Okay, first of all, Kenna, Bridge Spirits, 40 bucks. Check it out. Astro's Playroom, it's free. Uh, and the entire game, the I, I think the full the, I think the game has two fronts. Mm -hmm. It's designed to A show you the the full breadth of the controller and B be a time capsule for PlayStation games because all, and it's, it's it's a platforming game that is designed to kind of show off all the PlayStation games that have existed so like you'll unlock relics like oh look it's a PlayStation 1 a PlayStation 1 controller a PS Vita controller to kind of like have this little like like museum game of like look here's all the things that PlayStation has done and you unlock them through like this little, this little 
pl platforming game, but with each level, it kind of shows off the game. You can like use the, the haptic triggers to like activate this like giant monkey mech to climb things. You can use the um, touch pads to kind of like at some point you get into this little like ball. You can like use the ball to kind of like roll through this little pinball level to kind of use it to like change your trajectory. Uh, there's like a, an ice skating one where you can like tilt your controller around to control the tilting of things. Uh, there's this um, pinwheel uh, PlayStation fan that we all know sounds like a jet engine, but at a certain <laughs> point in the game, it's like blow on the it's like blow on the, the fan. So you pull on the fan and it like turns into this full and like pushes you up over the map. What? Um, so yeah, cool. again, Kat, I am telling you right now, Astro's Playroom, it's fun. It's also a long game. Like, I'm surprised that oh. they designed this game. I thought it was going to be a quick little boom, 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 boom. I thought so. It has, oh no, it has four, I'm sorry, five different levels. Uh, they have bosses in them. <laughs> the fifth game has a boss that literally is about their first PlayStation demo ever released way back in the day. You play against the PlayStation demo boss, and then they, like, reskin it and make it the PS5 demo boss now. Spoilers. Uh, and, like, at a certain point at the very end of the game, you, like, fight the credits, which is really fun. Like, the credits Spoilers. come in. the credits, you, like, fight them because oh. they're coming at you. It's like, it's is stupid, but I love it. It's like ten minutes. It's like boom, boom. Take this director of photography, ba bam. Take that producer, ba bam. Like Take that graphic designer. He's like beating up the people's names. He's like, I, I don't remember fun. any of the names, but I know I kicked. I know I kicked that eight-person letters name, but like five times. It was fantastic. But yeah. Astro's Playroom Cat. I think you'll love it. It's really cute. Uh, and the game, I think, is just aware of like, hey, we know that at a certain point, the PlayStation 4 had a full CPU issue. It was, it was overheating. It got really hot. The fan was really loud. So we're just going to talk about all these things uh, about position. But yeah, those are those fun games to play. You got the Pathless. You got Kenna Bridge of Spirits. And you got Astro's Playroom. Astro's Playroom is free 99. So do check it out. And now, what you've all been waiting for. I hope you have a seatbelt. Strap in. I hope you have some rail guards. Grab onto those. I hope you have a weighted blanket so it can weigh you down. Please make sure all your pop Funko Pop toys are not on a table near you because they're about to slide right off. Because it's time for the tilt. I think we I think we need like Throwing an actual song for this. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, that's what I was going to do. That's Raymond's music. It's Raymond's music. Now you're peeking. Now you're definitely peeking. No. Peeking is Hawkeye. We've established that. This is my peak. <laughs> uh, he's right. Uh, two things. Uh, the first thing, uh, quick anecdote. Did any of you see uh, Eminem's uh, grand, oh, grand opening of his restaurant in Detroit this week? Mom's yes. spaghetti. Yes. Mom's yes. spaghetti. Yes. Great. It's like uh, Twenty years. Yeah. Too if uh, look it up. Oh, uh, he's riding high on the show still. It is. <laughs> it is. When I heard he opened a spaghetti restaurant, I was like, "Well, there's only one name he picked for that one." Uh, but uh, yeah, if you haven't seen this, <laughs> listener, uh, look it up. There's one really great photo where he's just mean mugging the customer basically as he's handing them the box of spaghetti, and and I'm just like, "Why do you look this mean?" And then yeah, there's one of the CNN articles I found had some. Of they're silly little commercials and at one point he's he's clearly flicking the camera off with his mean mug but there's like boxes of his mm. boxes of spaghetti on his hands covering up his flicking it's it, it's a it, they had fun they know what they're doing they know exactly what kind of restaurant it is and and where in detroit it's being sold and yeah so come buy my stuff uh, it honestly looks probably like it's pretty good um so uh if i'm ever in detroit i gotta make sure i stop by it's hard to do spaghetti wrong it's hard spaghetti with balls and spaghetti with vegan balls that's on the menu but if there's no seasoning, the spaghetti's not going to work. That's all I'm going to say. That's a whole moment in rant right there. That's true. <laughs> uh, How do you do balls? your spaghetti, but people? what I'm supposed to be We're talking about is uh, I have been finally, after mm -hmm. so long, 
been getting through Star Wars The Bad Batch. Um, and I'm on the last two episodes, and I can say that it is definitely living up to the legacy that is all these Star Wars properties we've been enjoying, all the other Star Wars animations that I've enjoyed before as well. Um, it is, uh, honestly, uh, there's a lot more characters that are coming back in little ways from Clone Wars and from other shows and little cameos and stuff than I expected. Uh, you, this whole first season, the, generally the plot line of it is like what it happened to the clones after the clone wars so you're like watching the empire mm-hmm. do their moves on camino and are they going to keep using clones uh someone has the right idea to use real people and then you're like so you're like watching Ooh. that that part of the storyline kind of go down and happen uh and there's a lot of really there's a lot of fun stuff they have been it's been good um I definitely recommend it, but I also, it, I think you could watch it and probably be fine. Um, if you didn't watch Clone Wars, I also think there's stuff that will certainly hit harder if you have watched Clone Wars and Rebels and stuff as well. Um, so it is, uh, one of those viewer, what kind of viewing experience do you want? If you're the, if, if you're a Star Wars fan, you probably want to watch all these other ones first and watch this one. After Rebels, at least. Okay. Okay. That's but it's cool. good. It's very so good. How would you rate it? I know. Star. I, I'm not sure what Ray's tilt system is for rating. Um, if he had a system. I mean, as a season one of an animated show property, it's very good. I don't. I don't know how to. It's better than Clone Wars season one, probably. But they've had a lot more time mm, okay. to. They've had a lot more time to like understand how to make an animated series and a Star Wars product. So it it should be better than Clone Wars season one because they didn't mm-hmm. they didn't really have the same plan back then. So, uh, yeah, it's it is. If you've is been liking all the rest of the Star Wars stuff, you're gonna like this. It seems like it. I haven't watched the last two episodes, but I think it did. I think I heard it got okay. announced for season two. So, um, okay. I think it is. Gotcha. I, it doesn't seem like this. It, they're gonna run out of material that fast. Definitely. Mm. Okay. There's a lot. There's a lot for them cool. to still do in this show. Mm. Okay. I definitely want to get onto that now. Now that I know that it's gotten the tilt stamp of approval, <laughs> it was probably tilt. going to. I gotta <laughs> find. I gotta find a good sound for you, Ray, because Marlon has his intro. You know, you, now you need one too. Apparently. I think, <laughs> Apparently. I think it should be like a, a very like long sigh. <laughs> <laughs> and you can give it give him some credit. You can give it a couple months, but I'm finally going to jump into Outriders this month. Uh Yay. So um, give it a little bit of time before I actually have a review of what I think of that game and its things, but I'll talk about it when yeah. we get there. Yeah. I feel like I played the demo, but that was a minute ago. Yeah. It it this is we waited six months. This is the six months. Oh, that's no oh, fan. Oh, that makes sense. My, that makes sense. Yeah. Weeks, right? Yeah. My calendar. Been half a year. Who Outriders. Knew? The only the only game that's new that I'm playing is of course Final Fantasy uh, related. The new expansion of Final Fantasy XIV in Walker is coming out next month. It is very highly anticipated, at least for people who have been playing through the expansion. Um, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy XIV has grown significantly over the summer because of, due to Blizzard and WoW and all that controversy, I'm talking like thousands, thousands, hundreds of thousands of fans have converted to um, Final Fantasy XIV to kind of compare and see how it was. And once it's been months and a lot of WoW people really enjoyed it. They love the community that we've set up, us original Final Fantasy fourteen players. And that if we've set up, the right? That we set up. I mean, you know how WoW was well, or well, is, well, cat. and then we're the opposite of that. So it's like they're like you, you're out, you know, trying to help people. They're like you help. I'm like yeah, we do. You guys we don't have judge. like like little armbands to. Right, right, you, like, right. identify that you've been Bounding around a while. Crew. Yes, and so so many people have been playing, like, like the servers have been crashing, there's been so many oh, technical wow. difficulties because it's, 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 it's full, like, there's so many, all the servers are, like, full, 
and they're trying to reopen a new server for um, people who live in Australia and the Pacific Islands because like That's every cool. every continent kind of had a server but the people over there didn't so they're trying to get that on time because COVID has pushed everything back but they're definitely trying to make the deadline for this one come out next month and so it's like a month away and everyone's really anticipated on it i know for me i'm like i have early i have an early access pass i will be playing it a week before so i will definitely do a little review of it for the people who are into mmos especially square enix ones um because square enix has been busy but um that is the only game that i play <laughs> all the time um no, I'm but definitely that's the newest game that i'll be playing even though it's still in the same world the newest okay. content. The newest of the new. It's like a whole it's a whole new expansion, which means mm-hmm. at least sixty to seventy hours of new content. So you won't see me <laughs> again and for I'm, a long time. I'm keeping my eye on it. I'm keeping my eye on this Nickelodeon come game. Join us. It might be very fun. Keep adding dope players to it, so I'm like, what's it look like? But I'm sorry, I'm taking your 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 notes, Ray. I'm gonna wait six months. (laughs) Oh yeah, no, no, no. I'm I'm still waiting on it, it. but it comes out Tuesday, and um, yeah, like I'm really curious how the launch of this game will go, and just how what people's first reactions will be, at least. Uh, So we'll see. It sounds like they have made a very fun little platforming game. I can see this being like the game to play when you're hanging out with people or like if you're having a game night, that's going to be like the top of the agenda of games to play. Three Avatar characters is more than I thought. That's a lot. But I'm excited. I have some variety to choose from. Yes. Okay. Anyone else want to add to the docket before we close? Marlon, you want to say something? I just my face. Do you have any updates for Marlin's corner? That's his Marlin face. Just my face. Okay. Um, all I got is that I just wrapped my full internet beef with um, a dog Instagram account. Um, I have one. <laughs> so what? there's that. Oh, it was you don't like the block feature, man. First of all, I ain't like nobody. Marlon said he's These a troll. thumbs are rated E, Amy. <laughs> you can get that. You can get that. LOL emoji. You can, that was literally. And I, Fully, but he wasn't. I don't, he wasn't I don't, I don't oh. think this woman understood what I was saying. No, she did first, not. My first comment was, oh, snap, dog, how did you watch this movie? <laughs> <laughs> and I was you're rude. So, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I'm just surprised so, that a dog is typing so, to me. <laughs> okay, so so listeners, because this is so like out of the left field, Marlon watched Midnight Mass on Marlon's Corner in our Fun other movie. podcast, and then he did a review, 40 minutes, his longest one yet. That's pretty True. epic. Check it out, though. Check it out. Um, it's very then, long I, I assume you boosted that one. Is that what happened? That's how that's what happened. Okay, you boosted it. Some uh, alt, I'm assuming alt, right? Dog purse, dog account. Dog uh, account. Saw it and was like, uh, cancel Netflix, uh, something, you know, religious in, in, in tone. And then Marlon responded because it's a dog account. <laughs> Dog, how did you watch this? I, it was a literal, it was a legit question. Dog, how did you watch this? And, and she, responds, she responded, you're rude. disrespectful. One without an exclamation point. One one exclamation with, mark. And then I tried to be like, no, like, I'm so sorry. I'm just shocked that I'm replying to a dog Instagram account. And then her response is, you rude. And I'm like, listen, I got pets. So if you could give us some tips on how you're doing this, that'd be fantastic. I am crying. Congrats. I think was, if you're gonna say something about me, use a human account. Use your dog <laughs> Instagram account. Dog. I'm out here beefing with your with your Yorkie Terrier. Come on now. <laughs> At least put your face out there. I'm right, to you with that's your dog. unfair. I thought I was being clear. My first comment literally was, "Oh snap, dog! How did you watch this?" Well, and this she, is the proof that she and watched the show. She didn't watch the show. I don't think. And here's she the didn't thing. watch it. She here's why I mess up, Amy. I think why I messed up oh, is I included one hashtag <laughs> that I shouldn't have included. What did you oh, use the hashtag? I, I put hashtag Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I didn't do that. I put and church. I didn't put Jesus up. in my. That's where I messed up. I feel like you I opened like, the I, Pandora box. Because I did Because I, I did hashtag Netflix. Really? Hashtag right vampire. Hashtag, m- 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 hashtag midnight mass. And I'm like, me, I put one more hashtag. I put hashtag Jesus. <laughs> and I think that's what happened. For it. You just wanted someone. Which you means really if you someone really put did. hashtag Jesus in this and they're like tr- trying to get their, you know, daily affirmations, you know, from Leviticus. <laughs> Instead, what they see is, was Jesus a vampire? And they're like, oh, absolutely not. I mean, if it- Which is why that was a great title. Even if you're wondering, like, is this a good title? I'm like, this is a great title because it got real, folks got real hot. <laughs> <laughs> so it was heresy. So I blame myself for this. Okay. Yo. I mean, people like to joke that he's a, he's a zombie too because of, um, Resurrection Day. Yeah. So here's my thing. Here's my thing. If you haven't seen Midnight Mass, you should definitely Blasphemy. see it. Have you ever seen Midnight it. Mass? No, I'm I not haven't. gonna say anything else. It's good. Anyway, you it's should watch good. it. It has a lot, it does a great critique, not critique, it does a great examination of religion. Uh, and it's not like bashing religion, it's not right. uplifting it. It's like right. let's just talk about it on the surface. Right. Let's hear some differing sides here and there, and let's just lay it out there. And so my whole thing is like Jesus. I and literally if they had listened to the episode, <laughs> I literally was like like this show didn't take sides it literally was like what if this thing happened and then like subsequent consequences happened because of this right, thing right so there's that either way it was i had a great time with it um oh. shout out to uh at at doggy bone six that's not your instagram account i would have gave you a new one because i'm like, trying to be real mean about it still because that made my day we had made my day i know how did it, it end it ends with me being like, hey, I have pets and you can give them tips on how to do this to be fantastic. Because I don't think they can type like that. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Oh, right. I was going to say, the little guy around my foot, he, he would have helped you out. He, he's, a, he's pretty uh, snarky. That's all I said. I, didn't, I wasn't mean. I was just making Hashtag some very Jesus. clear well, statements. At least I know what to do if I want someone to come and like fight us. Just hashtag, hashtag Jesus. You, yeah, hashtag I mean, Jesus. Why, why stop there? Good. Didn't uh, was an anime record of Ragnar didn't teach you um, all the names that you could have just thrown into Merlin? Mm-hmm. All well, the I mean, DTs. Well, <laughs> I would have well, thrown the, pre- the DTs. Well, the premise of this show is Can that well, the idea is that like it's like Jesus part two. <clears throat> And, and that's what the people mm-hmm. in this town think is happening. Oh. Um, and so, and I mean, I don't know. You see a certain thing and you want to say vampire, but then you also think angel for some reason. I don't know. I you mean, know, people, people people's there, yeah. faith are different. They right. really want to believe things. And that's what this yeah. show kind of tackles. Is like, are different. How yeah. deeply do you want to believe this? Blind faith and faith, and then like this all sounds like a great things. future no. uh, episode for our Halloween theme. Well, also, I mean, okay, here a couple a couple disclaimers. Uh, if you like quick shows that move quickly, this is not for you. Not for you. <laughs> if if you like long dialogue and scenes that go on for ten minutes, I'm sorry, don't like that. Then it's not for you. You have to be patient with this plot because it doesn't move quickly. It doesn't move quickly at all. It, it takes time. It builds characters and plot. It's like a horror so, film. Yeah. Yay. Yes, exactly. Well, that was a great uh, blur for the Marlins Corner. <laughs> y'all check that out. It sounds like it got hot oh over there. God. It was fun. <laughs> I'm glad I, I, I logged out because that would have been like, that would give me anxiety. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, Marlon? <laughs> He's just being himself. I know. That's why I'm not, I'm not a part of that. <laughs> That's why I'm, it's so funny. It's, I mean, I, I wouldn't expect anything less. So awesome, you guys. Awesome. Well, with that, I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you guys for coming out today and talk about all the wonderful things we talked about. Listeners, don't forget, we have social media, as you heard from Marlon's and Marlon's Quarter. Please don't pick a fight with us, but please welcome conversation on our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. That's at Geekforce Podcast on Instagram, at Geekforce Squad on Twitter. Exactly. With that said, stay cool, watch Squid Games, and geek on. This episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California. <laughs>